Well, welcome back to the Trinity Church Waxahachie podcast, and it's another Life Groups edition for the fall. I am one of your co-hosts, Rob Price, here along. I'm the hype man. I'm the hype man for the man, the senior guy, Pastor Lennon Nolan. How are we doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I've been working hard to come up with a nickname for you. I feel it's very important that we have them. Well, then so think carefully, yeah. Rob, take no prisoners, Price is my first, is my well, first thought. My cornhole nickname is Ice Price. Ice price. That as fits. in as in ice price, baby. Vanilla ice. Dude, back that's in the day. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. Well done. So maybe well, yeah. I, I answered ice price. So now I, I don't want to uh I don't want to like pull you out of your alternative universe and let people know your business, but you were becoming quite the legend in the cornhole arena. You actually made a pretty good showing this weekend at a big tournament yourself. One of our fellow attenders at this church here, Waxahachie Trinity Church, Eddie Avante, SAGU student, attends church here, was my partner. We played at uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. It's called a TCL, Texas Cornhole League. And we finished 17th out of 159 uh, doubles partners in the competitive level. Not quite advanced. So we're kind of like good, but not great. Yeah. And but we did pretty good in the good but not great divisions. So. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, well done, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. thanks. Thanks for working your magic here. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, we have just finished week one of uh, a variety of life groups that have met. So let's kind of walk through in your opinion, how you think it went, how yours went. Any uh, reports you've heard from other leaders? And then we'll talk about what happened last Sunday at, at the picnic. Yeah. You know, I think we're off to I think we're off to a good start. I've gotten some good reports so far of um, of some of our groups having some new people present, which is always what you're hoping for as you start a new year. I know that was the case in ours. And um, we had a great first meeting, really the first weeks, just kind of laying out, hey, this is what we're after. Uh, You know, hey, what is said here stays here. And um, we're going to meet together. We're going to have fun. We're going to pray. As we said, it's not rocket science, but it sure is important. Yeah. Yeah. We had, I think, six at mine. It was at my home. Jesse Thompson, a good friend of yours, is my co- co-leader. Yeah. And so we had one or two neighbor folks and we had some guys from the church and we just had, you know, barbecue chicken and queso and cheese and, and uh, queso and cheese, queso and chips. Queso that's, and cheese. Yeah, and Both chip, in one yeah. night. That's a little <laughs> that's too, a much too much awesomeness. Yeah. Too much cheese. Yeah. And play, so we played, imagine this, we played some cornhole as our icebreaker, right? In the backyard. So, and that seemed to really, in all honesty, kind of like loosen us up a little bit. We got to know each other better and just having fun. And it's funny when a bunch of guys get together and you play a game, you kind of see that competitive edge come out and you learn a lot about people, just how they, how they laugh at themselves or encourage other people. And uh, it, it's a lot of fun. And we came in back inside and did a little, uh, went, went to the notes that you and uh, Peter Reynolds prepared for us. Yeah, and it went yeah. really well. And we finished, we finished a bit past 8.30, so about mm-hmm. 8.50. But we didn't really get started till about seven, ten, seven, fifteen. So yeah, all all in all, we're trying to shoot for that hour and a half, you know, time slot. So we're we'll get there. Yeah, you know, in this in these first few weeks, it really is. It's continuing to lay out the purpose of why we're gathering, getting to know each other, kind of that history giving cornhole or whatever you do, kind of breaking the ice, hanging out. Those are not wasted moments. It's not wasted time. It is not the end of the world. If you don't get through a whole life group outline, the point is the repetition, the being together centered around the presence of the Lord. Um, we can do this. This matters. And then, uh, so have you heard any reports from other other leaders, other hosts and how, how theirs went? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really have. And, you know, without uh, over divulging or whatever, just um, people seem to be off to a great start. People that are returning that have been involved in life groups as a past in the past really do feel um, kind of the anchoring effect. To, okay, we're back. 
and we're we're meeting together every week again. So a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of joy. Um, it's good. And then so on Sunday after church, we had a little, uh, well, you described it, a picnic or a picnic plus. What, what, what did we do this past yeah, Sunday? Yeah, you know, we just had, we kicked off the new series, This Is Us, kind of talking about our identity as a church. This is something that we're doing across the Trinity family. And so uh, message-wise, we started off in the Sermon of the Mount. But afterwards, just right here on the grounds, we had a good old-fashioned cookout. And uh, we pulled out a bunch of chairs. People were sitting in the grass, scattered around the building. Lots of hot dogs, lots of hamburgers. One huge grill fire. Did you miss that? Did you get to witness the grill fire? I was arriving late from that previously said Cornhole Tournament. Well, I wasn't trying to rash you out with that, I pulled in straight from Streetport, went straight to... The church and I got there about noon, so I may have missed the the, the fireworks. Wait, oh, wait. Dave, do, do dish, please. David Wiss, one of our good men, manning the grill. You know, whenever you're cooking this many hamburgers, you don't necessarily get to buy the leanest, meanest beef. And so that high content fat beef pulled up oh in the gosh. bottom of the grill, and just the most massive of grill fires started. But uh, David Wiss, man with a plan as always, was prepared for even that. It was okay. He, he got it under control. No meat was lost in the process, my friends. This is very important. No meat lost. But all those folks who like their burgers well done, they were the first in line. They had a few. Yeah. 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 Well, let's transition now to uh, the meat. I get it. The meat meat of our podcast. I like today. what you did. I, I, I heard what you that. did and I, I appreciate that, that, Rob. Got that. Which is now coming up for uh, week two slash lesson two slash sermon two. So walk us through some of the content that you want our leaders and our those who are attending that we can expect to see uh, for, for this week's content. Yeah. So um, the Sermon on the Mount, we said in the message, is really kind of the magnum opus of Jesus. And so as where usually we might go with a parallel scripture or a deep dive on one particular aspect of it, uh, Dr. Reynolds really has spent time in the passage that we preached on Sunday morning. And so um, a few of the questions in here, you know, he asked the question, Uh, What do you think Jesus means when he says you are blessed in a statement like this? You are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. And so talk about in your group the fact that, you know, the word blessed means happy. What we talked about a little bit on Sunday was all these things where Jesus says you are blessed if do not fit our typical thought of what the blessed life is. And so Dr. Reynolds there has us processing that together. And um, I'm interested to hear what kind of feedback you guys get from your group. Mm. I remember when I was in high school, I'll probably bring this up this week with my group when this comes up, because I did suffer, and I'll say this loosely, but some persecution in high school. Uh, Just moved to this new town and was a believer trying to live, live the faith. And I just couldn't buy a friend. And it was a lot of just alcohol and parties and drugs. And, and, you know, I'm, I was the kind of guy where, you know, I mean, I was quick prayer for the meal at the cafeteria, you know, just bow your head. That's just kind of how I was raised, you know, nothing super religious, just take a moment just to thank God for my food, whatever. And people noticed that and started calling me little Jesus boy. Hey, little Jesus boy, have you prayed for your food yet? I mean, I'm just like, really guys. And I was kind of ostracized and teased a lot as, yeah. as a 15 year old, 16 year old kid as a sophomore in high school. It was painful because it was literally taking a stand for faith of you know my walk with the Lord. And it was being, can I say this, like mocked or teased. Yeah. And I told my, my aunt and uncle, I was with him at the time, what had happened. And my uncle clued in on this exact theme. He's like, yeah. Rob, 
do you realize how blessed you are that 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 happened to you? He says, you you do not take this lightly. That's that's an okay thing. And the scripture teaches yeah. us that if you are persecuted, if they say, if they insult you for my sake, then that's okay. And that was happening to you. That's a small thing, but it can happen to anybody in the workplace, within the family environment. Yeah. Or sometimes political. I mean, it goes down the line. So I think it's a good topic for us to, to kind of clue in on. I think it is too. And, and like you said, it, maybe in the big scheme of martyrs, a small thing, but it, that was very real criticism. It, 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 it was painful. Yeah, absolutely. And we, and we all experienced that in one form or another. And so um, in your life groups this week, I, I'd be um, shocked if you didn't hear some really great stories from the people in your group, if you make time for it. And it's a powerful thing to share those moments of isolation because the very fact that you are together telling those stories is a reminder of just how much we need each other. It's incredibly important. So other, other uh, talking points or questions we can prepare for this week? Well, you know, just one more section I'd like to hit on. Peter has a section where he's written, it's called Blessed Even Now. And uh, he quotes from the Lord's brother, James, where he says, Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. So one of the things that Dr. Reynolds is pointing out here is that what happens in us, even through, you know, being troubled, being mocked, persecution, uh, it, it's, it's not the end of the world. It can, in fact, it can be kind of good that we become people of endurance, people with resolve. And so he asked the question, have you ever experienced a difficulty or problem and seen God develop maturity in you? So if you're listening to this and you're in a life group, I'd encourage you to reflect on that question and look to bring a story. Most of us, wouldn't you agree, Rob? Most of us have some sort of period in our life where it was difficult and yet we say these words, but I wouldn't change it. Mm -hmm. I'm always surprised mm -hmm. when people say that. Sometimes it could be because I lack something they have. And I'm like, man, if I went through that, I'm sure I would feel like I would change it. But I'm amazed at what I see in people going through the most difficult of things and then saying something like that, I wouldn't change it because of what I've learned about God. And it's this. Yeah. I think a lot of, to use this sports analogy, a lot of coaches will use this word adversity. You have to overcome adversity. And uh, that applies to the real world in the sense of, you know what? You can expect trials. Jesus said, it's coming. That's right. It's coming. Yeah. Count it all joy. That should be for some good conversation, for sure. I this, think it will. Week. Yeah. And as we always say, you don't have to get through the whole thing to, to get through a great life group. And so uh, take your time and enjoy the conversation. And uh, we also have a few announcements, Rob, yeah, information we that can, we've we provided to, kind of to be shared. A little bit. So I'll, I'll take a few. You can take a few. But a uh, reminder, our amazing teacher, Brother Leroy Bartell, is leading a Bible study on Sunday mornings at 845 in the cafe, he's doing a study on Ecclesiastes. My wife went last week because I was, again, driving back from Shreveport. I missed that one too. And she said it was awesome. Just amazing. Yeah. How he's breaking down the fact that if you have no filter of God, then everything really is vanity and meaningless. Mm -hmm. There's no purpose to life. It, mm -hmm. That is your reality. Yeah. But when you put on the lens, the filter, the glasses of seeing life from God's eternal perspective, 
and that our whole duty is to fear God, i.e. respect him and keep his, keep his commandments, keep his laws, like walk in his presence, then you're all good. And, and there's life has purpose. Life has meaning. So she loved it. And we love Brother Bartell. And that's going to be every Sunday for the next few Sundays in this fall series. So, yeah, we have that class. We have, if I can speak on behalf of our uh, ladies minister, that's my bride. Uh, But this is November 18th through the 20th. It's a Friday through Sunday in Springtown, Texas. There are great facilities. All meals going to be provided. It's $260. And so um, uh, this is a 30-person retreat. That's what the facilities are for. So if you are planning on going, uh, let them know soon. I made the mention on Sunday morning that we had a few scholarships available for anyone having a hard time uh, who would go if they could go. And those, those spots those spots filled up really quickly. So um, come to uh, the information table in the back of the sanctuary this Sunday. If you want to go, get your name on the list, put a deposit down, and uh, we'll get you in. And again, that's the weekend right before Thanksgiving, November 18th through 20th. And one more, we have Revival Night, uh, September 25th at the Mothership, like you like to call it, Cedar Hill Mothership. September 25th at 6 p.m. for Revival Night. Extended worship time, seeking God, and then looks like there's going to be a plunge party afterwards. Yeah, following service, they'll do baptisms there on campus. So if you want to stick around for that um, to see uh, see some people, you know, receive new newness or celebrate newness of life there in uh, Cedar Hill, you can definitely do that. There's always food trucks. It's a lot of fun, and um, yeah, guys, it's a it's a good time at Trinity. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Any final thoughts? And closes out in prayer. You get the final word, and we'll say goodbye on this episode of the Trinity Church Walks at You podcast. Yeah, I think, hey, final thoughts. Um, In our church right now, you see a lot of returning students. You'll notice a lot of uh, interns running around. Take time to connect with the new faces, student and otherwise. We have a bunch of young families that are coming. It's Again, it's a good time in our church. So um, I'll close this out, Rob, with prayer. Lord, we love you, and we're grateful that we have found one another. We're grateful that we have uh, this campus is part of the Trinity family that we can all be a part of here in Waxahachie. God, we make ourselves available to you so that you can do through us what you have done in us, what you have done for us. And we're grateful for you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, on behalf of Pastor Lynn, this is Rob Price. We'll see you next time right here on the Trinity Church Waxahachie podcast. Podcast.